Once again, it's time to open your ears and expand your mind. Or maybe it's dull your mind. Either way, I think these boys have something to say. So sit back, grab a brew, we're going to have some too. And give you our point of view, here on Talkin' Brap. about enough intro yeah <laughs> sticking a fork in the yeah, intro yeah. we're done yeah man you know we don't we don't want to wear a welcome out there you know so welcome back it's talking brap season two episode 11 damn you're hitting it hard yeah man we have a lot of hours yeah it's of, good and thousands of downloads um so tonight we're, we're we're gonna do a topic that we have been dying to do since i think day one um, which is what is Dino Tooney, and, and that's what I'm gonna call it. But obviously, other other than a pain in the ass, sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I I think especially um, you know Mike will be joining us here soon. Uh, you know, you and I, Shane, and and even Aaron a little bit. I think you know we tend to want to like get really technical with a you know what a what dino tune is yeah when there's no possible way that you can do especially over a podcast um you could actually teach somebody what dino tuning yeah. is so you know we're going to keep that topic fairly broad i do want to go into a few things um but i did some some google searches because i think anybody in the world pretty much nowadays if you want to know what something is, you, you ask Google. Google, yep. <laughs> you know, you, you just Google it. Like, hey, well, what is this? And so I, I did what is dyno tuning. And, um, you know, their simplification is kind of what my simplification to customers most of the time is. And that is in the simplest form, you are calibrating the ECM. Yep. You know, in the in the fewest number, of, you know, fewest number of words. I thought that's where you go to cry and <laughs> my cry room. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, and and kill yourself from yeah. carbon monoxide. And so, yeah, and, yeah. and lose some Expose weight. Expose yourself. Yeah. Lose weight. All so that. you know, if you've done any performance work or anything like that to your bike, <clears throat> then you've at least heard of dyno tuning. Yeah. Um, if you didn't, if you did a bunch of work to it, and nobody said anything about dyno tuning. Uh, I would raise an eyebrow to that, uh, especially nowadays with fuel injection. Oh, yeah. Even carbureted bikes can be dyno tuned. Yep. Um, well, in that case, it would be called jetting, right? Mm -hmm. So, it, well, yeah, it'd be jetting, but yeah. you still, you know, when you put it on a dyno, um, and, and that's really the first thing, you know, we address is what is, what is a dyno, what we call a dyno, and it's a, a dynamometer. And let's see, it is a, this is Wikipedia. And it says a dyno for short is a device for simultaneously measuring the torque and rotational speed or RPM of an engine motor or other rotating prime mover so that it's instantaneous power may be calculated and usually displayed by the dynamometer itself in kilowatt or brake horsepower. Yep. If you're um, Australian, it's kilowatt. Yeah. You know, <laughs> it's, 
it, it, it is basically a machine that allows the tuner to measure what the bike is doing. Now, most dynamometers that bikes get tuned on are, you know, rear wheel dynamometers. Mm-hmm. They have engine dynamometers. They have all kinds of dynamometers out there. Um, but what 90% of, of what you're finding, even in cars and stuff, is going to be a wheel dynamometer. Yeah, that's you know, what, it's, what, it's actually, it a, what it's actually putting down to the ground. Yeah, I think they call it a chassis dynamometer. I want right? to say that Harley uses an engine for all their specs, though. Uh, most most manufacturers yeah. do. Yeah. yeah. So you're not taking into consideration, in that case, then, any of the parasitic loss that you've got going on, yep. either through transmission, dry, any of the drivetrain, belt, belt, primary, exactly. weight in the, the wheel. The, it's all calculated in. Yeah, the industry kind of standard, and not, not even just our industry, has always been about 15%, I've always heard. Mm-hmm. You lose about 15% in, in drivetrain. Yeah. Um, we brought but, it up before. I mean, a lightweight wheel, yeah. we saw it. Yeah. Yeah. On a, yeah. a carbon fiber Probably wheel. Five, six percent, something like yeah, that. Seven yeah. horsepower and torque. Yeah. Instantly. Well, and, and you're going to see out of a big motor. I was going to say, out of a big motor built bike, you, those little adjustments are going to show a lot more. Because you know? you're getting the last little couple. So, you know, what is a dyno? It, it's basically a machine that allows us to put the bike on it and put a load on the rear tire. Most importantly. Control that load and watch everything that's going on with the bike while we're doing that. But mainly um, the air fuel for the yeah, front yeah. and rear have, cylinder. You have an EGA uh, system that's going to measure the air fuel and you're going to compare that with what the computer thinks the air fuel is and the ultimate goal is to calibrate the ecm so that when it says that it wants 14 you know to one air fuel it's putting out 14 to one air fuel um dyno tuning does not make horsepower it can lose or it doesn't make power it can lose power if you do it wrong a good tuner makes horsepower well but but the motor makes the horsepower. A good right, tuner just tunes it properly. Correct. You're and exposing that's the difference. what's there. That's why that's why I say you know because if you, you make can't, it super lean, you could actually pick up a little bit on the numbers, but it's going to run like crap and it's going to burn itself up. Crap. And another common you know misconception there is I had a lot of people back in Florida say, "Can you tune my bike to run cool?" No. Yeah. No. Um, the fuel does not cool the motor. <laughs> this is not a nitromethane RC car. Yeah, you know that they actually, you know, that the nitromethane actually cools the motor. Mm-hmm. So you know you can't run them too lean, or you'll burn them up. Um, ultimately, what I always tell people is, I can either tune it right or I can tune it wrong. Mm-hmm. There, there's really no in between. So if you tune it right, that motor is going to make X amount of power, or that bike. If you don't tune it right, you're not going to see those numbers. Right. You know, and well, plus, that's what a lot of people end up with. Plus, if you tune it correctly and you tune it to the correct air fuel values, you know, as you get higher in the RPM, you want more fuel. Um, it'll actually run kind of more optimal as far as the temperature. Yeah. Now, you know, if, if it's lean, it gets hot. If you put too much fuel, the exhaust actually will get hot because that unburnt fuel goes in the exhaust and burns off in the exhaust and the temperature gets hot and yeah. you'll feel on the leg. So the, the best for cooling and running is running optimal at the air fuel that it wants at that time. Correct. And then so going, going back to load really quick, I get this question all the time. You get guys that go, well, I've got my tuner and I've got, I'm going to go ahead and buy the wide band and I'm going to tune it myself. And my response to that is always, well, okay, good luck finding a spot where you can get a grade where you can maintain load and observe that 
and tune it. You can't do no. that without a dyno. That's that's no. the magic of a dyno. No. Controlled um, load. So you know that's a subject we can touch on here. Uh, wide band, narrow band. So speed, st- speed of the sensor. Yeah, yeah. That is that is in my experience and training and and so when i was in florida i worked right up the street from a guy who basically no bullshit helped write the book for mmi on how to you know help design their dyno program with them you know what i mean he worked there for a long time so um he he had a shop that's all he did was tune harleys and he made a lot of money doing it so he was obviously pretty good at what he did um and i uh my buddy that worked next to me worked with him every weekend. Like I never, I never really went over there and worked with him or anything, but Corey learned a lot from him. I picked a lot up from him and, um, the way I was always explained it is a narrow band goes like 13 to 15 or something. I think it is, um, air fuel that it's trying to go. The wide bands go like six to like 18, I think something like that. Yep. So, it doesn't matter what processor you're using, no matter what you're doing, nothing can count 6 to 18 faster than it can count 13 to 15. Yeah. So there is, we're talking very small milliseconds. But you the know. motor is transitioning through, and Mike, Mike taught but me this lesson, transitions through those areas so quick, you e- can't respond fast enough. And exactly. I, I did it. Yeah. I, I bought the, the Power Vision with the wideband. We tuned on it. I wrote it. And over time, I slowly felt it kind of drift away. Yeah. Changing the, it's, it was changing if, the long term. If you're a very tables. mellow rider and you, you know, you're always putzing real low, you're doing 65 or 70 on the freeway, you're always doing the limit, you're going really slow. The wide bands are probably okay, but that's not the person that's going to be doing, you know, stage two, stage yeah. threes, you know. Right. If you want a torque cam like a Harley cam, you do the Harley wide bands and all that. I mean, it might be good for you. But the people who want, Good, good acceleration and want to hit the throttle a lot it just doesn't keep up and so it'll it'll dip you know it'll dip way down and then we'll it'll shoot a bunch of fuel fuel it'll, it'll lean out and then it'll try to shoot a bunch of fuel at it and then it bogs down and so your your response is very like yep. kind of jerky like and luggy now that i've had enough time watching you in the dyno and what you do when you make your corrections and you're chasing the little rise here that affects the next 300 yeah. rpm worth that's what it's doing all the time yeah, you might, just chasing you might, be, back you and might forth. be lean at at 2500 but really it's 2250 mm-hmm. setting in at that speed is actually feeding that curve so, explain that a little bit more like the the changes you're making don't affect what's happening in the moment slightly before and slightly so, after yeah, so alter that er, early on in the, in the in the throttle so because it runs up you so need quickly. slow down for a second <laughs> i know we're getting deep again i you? know and and this is what i was talking about about getting um a little too, too specific technical, so yeah we need to kind of back it up a little bit okay and you know uh, people everybody knows cars so I know. everybody, <laughs> everybody knows cars and in a car you can put an air intake and like exhaust and a couple of things on it and it'll still run good yeah it'll still uh, and the reason the type of, of fuel injection that it is, and the fuel injection systems in a car use what, what they call a mass airflow sensor. Mm-hmm. So the engine with the intake runner and everything that it has is actually a, can calculate how much air is flowing by that sensor. And it can make adjustments to air and fuel because it sees more air coming in. Right. 
It's so measuring it. It's actually measuring on, it on a on a Harley Davidson. That's not the case. T map no. speed density. There no. are there are there are two types of systems that that Harley uses, and there is the Alpha N mm-hmm. and the speed density. And the difference between the two is basically an Alpha N system uses throttle position and RPM, and a speed density system uses map or the manifold, manifold absolute, absolute pressure. pressure and harley is a so, temperature and map yeah yeah they use a t-map sensor but that temperature sensor is a secondary sensor and we'll talk a little bit about that but the the map sensor what it does is it it, it measures barometric pressure for i mean for a lack of a better way to put it you know when, when it is wide open and off and nothing's there it will read barometric pressure and if you have a power vision you can see the kpa It'll yeah, read. yeah. So it knows that at this, you know, at, at eleven kilopascals, or what we'll see, eleven would be what is it, inches of mercury? At like eleven inches of mercury at idle, mm-hmm. I'm gonna flow through the through the stock intake that I've been set up for. I am going to <laughs> flow about. We're just gonna throw something out there, three hundred and fifty cubic feet per minute. So now it takes that information and starts making changes due to that. Now, if you go in and put a new air filter that flows faster on that, the computer has no idea. It's all screwed up. It's getting more air than it thought. It is doing calculations only off of one factor, and that factor does not change with what you do around it. Mm -hmm. You can do an intake runner. You can do all kinds of stuff, and that. 11, 9 to 11 inches of mercury holds true on all bikes at idle. You know, you dump it, it runs up to 29 or so, depending mm-hmm. on what it is outside. But at idle, they all run 9 to 11. So you could be flowing twice as much air, and the computer doesn't know. It's only going to give you as much fuel as it thinks you need. And, and that's, that's where you get lean. Yeah. And that's where people don't realize what, you know, why they need to do it. And when you change the air in and the, the air, air out, out, the exhaust, yeah. the computer has no idea. And you're going to be in a place where the, it's just going to give you what it thinks it needs. The bike's not going to be happy. It's not going to run good. So how do you tune a bike? You know, what, what, what is tuning? That, Don't that, ask that's me, what we're talking. So, so what it breaks down I, I to, to get in there and they throw yeah. me out. So, so what it breaks down to is the manufacturer has the ECM, the, the, you know, the engine control module, electrical control module, whatever you want to call it. Um, but, but the thing but is, because you can't just go in and change things. No, you can't. It's not like you can just go in and be like, Oh, I want more fuel here. That's not how it works. So, you need some type of device that defeats that that first, it, yeah, yeah that first firewall into that ECM. And now, depending on the device, some open up more doors than other. This is why things like fuel pack don't work when you get past an air filter and an exhaust. Yeah, it's because they do not open as many doors to change as say PowerVision or TTS. Or even the Harley tuner, although the new Harley tuner is garbage. Yeah. Um, what's so hard to explain to people is how many doors there are. Yeah. And you they know, don't understand start, why the Harley tuner is garbage. And it's yeah. because it, 
It, it will only you give you 8%. 8% and only in certain areas. Yeah. So there are what they call tables. And if you were to picture them, and I'm going to try to post it's some pictures like of this. It's like an Excel spreadsheet. It. Yeah, it's, it's a grid. And, you know, your left side is your RPM and your top is your map or your throttle position. And the computer connects the two, mm-hmm. you know. So when it sees 75% throttle and, you know, 1300 RPM, it's going to go boop to that square. And that's how much, you know, fuel it's going to give. Kind of. Yeah. What that's where people think that's all it is. No, and it's where, where not. the human element comes in is what he was talking about before, where you're correcting well, some no, of those. I'm, I'm actually talking about the computer still. Okay. So, and you kind of brought this up the T map, the temperature. Yep. Okay. Now we have to factor in changes with temperature. Correct. So now we're adding in another factor and another table. And that table has to interact with more tables, like maybe the warm up table. Mm-hmm. Because or the, or it's the not timing warm enough. table. Correct. And then we have timing tables. When do we fire the spark plug? Yep. Okay. Um, as it gets knock, hotter, as it gets hotter, yeah. the knock t- table, knock the, the, spark, the spark will also. Um, and I still can't get a straight answer if I'm okay to spray water meth before the team map or if I have to spray after. <laughs> I don't want to foul this damn thing after. out. I would say after, yeah. After. Damn it, man. And I was reason, hoping I could do it before so I could get that timing table. Yeah. Here's the problem is you're going to change the temperature. That's what I want. <laughs> so just oh, the timing table. I'm thinking about running a damn cool can. <laughs> and chill my fuel. Oh man, we used to do that back in the day. Dude, yeah. run it through a little yeah, thing, a little, little dry, dry ice. That's oh, what I'm yeah, talking about. Yeah, dude, you can do it. it with a Folgers coffee can. I, I've done it on a Honda. <laughs> I'm gonna have a freaking water pump back there. Why not put a, pool, a cool can? My, there? my buddy used to with his turbo, the little turbo Miata with a giant like T30 turbo on it, just a massive turbo. And uh, I think it was even bigger than that. And the he couldn't even run the hood because it sat up so big. Yeah, <laughs> and he would come up to the stand I was working in that the little hot dog stand back in the day, and they would he would come and start stealing all my ice water out of the coolers. I'm like, hey man, I need Go that. And he's track. like, and he he dump it in the um, sprayers for his windshield, yeah. and he had those lines. He took those lines off and he ran them onto his intercooler. Hell yeah. yeah. So so when he's trying to pass the car or whatever, he just holds the sprayers and it would instantly throw cold water or ice yeah, water on, on, the on the intercooler and cool it yeah. and he'd pick up power. And I'm just like, <laughs> when he'd come up like every 30 minutes after doing a run down the mountain and back up and he'd pull back in, I'm like, hey man, I'm not going to have any more ice for these drinks. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, you can't do that. So, you know, back to the tuning thing, you know, we talk about throttle position. The map reading is what's really interesting and where people don't realize the challenges, you know, hitting a throttle position and matching that to an RPM is really easy, but map actually takes into account the pressure uh, going through your load, Mm -hmm. you know, a quarter throttle at a very heavy load is going to pull a lot more than a quarter throttle with no load. What's up, you, you know? freshman bitches? <laughs> <laughs> we need to give Mike a minute to have his first drink. Come on. Yeah, yeah. come on, so, Larry. You whoa, got this. Whoa. He was working. The poor oh, guy. Whoa, God, damn, that's loud. Is yours loud? It's I loud. can turn it down. Okay. You can? Oh, 
Okay. Now, well, load, oh, load effects throttle he position more too, though. More cowbell. Because the, cow the more load you have, <laughs> I know, no, the wider you have to, the more you have to give it throttle. No. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what He's I mean. Yeah. <laughs> so map, when we get into the speed density systems, the map load makes things a little trickier. Are you reading that right off that piece of paper? No, <laughs> actually, I swear to God. <laughs> I swear to God. I knew the alpha and speed density stuff, but I did Google it so that I could like not say the wrong thing i'm just busting your balls anyway so I'm, I'm late to the party i feel like aaron yeah well, that's all right it well, works i, dr- I only drank half a whiskey so yeah oh yeah i should have some whiskey, whiskey? god oh, damn it right we got jim beam tonight my face jim beam, his face so, is so hot to catch mike up not as hot as the last stuff that was 130 proof you're hot yeah that shit was hot <laughs> so to catch mike up with everybody else we've kind of made it into um what are we talking about? The dyno tuning. In an oh. hour. Yeah. Yeah. Dino we're trying to keep it simple, but we keep going it takes, it takes more than an hour. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. <laughs> well, well, I know. I thought this, like, of all the topics, take, we're starting the show. We're like, we're going to do this in an hour. No, 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 no. Like no, the tuning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Explain it. We can explain it in five minutes or six hours. And well, I, I, I explained it the first We're just going to get the bike in and out of the dyno. But no, we've made it on to, you know, talking about the different types. And the way I kind of put it was... You know, you need a tuner, which is basically a key to to get past that first wall in the ECM. Uh, different tuners open up different doors, and there's a lot more doors. Oh, than that's people. why I feel packed. Oh, door number three. Yeah, <laughs> come on. So yeah. we were talking about. Um, <laughs> Give me the boat. Give me the yeah. boat. FP3 people, being the whammy. Yeah, that does not <laughs> fucking work. We were one bit. Uh, we were we were kind of talking about. You know, everybody thinks throttle position and and RPM is kind of all there is. Uh, you know, then we went into temperature and and. Uh, timing and and all the different tables that there are there, and there's a ridiculous amount of information that These you can manipulate. These are a manipulate. few of my favorite things. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, you know, Mike's Mike's got the most experience probably of all of us here, without question. Oh, yeah. Um, I've, I've I've done my share of tuning, but um, on a different platform than we use here, and and uh, so I haven't done much yet. I know sooner or later he's going to make me, but. He's a hater. Uh, Jordan, Jordan's been uh, doing pretty good on, on his, and, and Shane's been killing it. You know, he's been doing a good job. Helping Jordan uh, helps me. No, well, they, absolutely. Well, that's why, I think that's why, as a shop, we are help as me. good as we are. Help, help you. Because help we, you know, we help each other. Help you. And we all kind of bounce shit off each other when it's like, I'm not really sure about this. What do you think? Although, it I, do, works, I do need to know. start letting Jordan, because he comes up to me, he's like, I just have a question. I keep going in there, and I do it. And he's like, all right, thanks. And now I've noticed that it's almost the same thing yeah. almost every time. So now I need to do what Mike did, which is just come in, look at it, go, huh, and then turn around and walk out. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> that's when I was just like, I love it. All right. Yeah. Cool. Was that right, good? That sounds bad. Like that was good. <laughs> hey, when he was in there today, I said, look at that dip right there. And he's like, yeah, it's right there on the beat. And I was like, no, this one, you're going to get rid of that, right? And he was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, all right. Well, when you get rid of that dip, come and talk to me. Yeah. So, you know, <laughs> as we're talking about this, what, you talk about the dyno charts that everybody sees um we are very proud of now, what now let's put talk out about here. the dino Fucking charts fake news well, no, we, we, doesn't see. Yeah, <laughs> we are very proud of the dino charts that we put out of our bikes they're low. 
and real, real and real, real shit. Yeah, and they're real, flat. Real. I, I don't like see table. anybody that puts out flat. Well, torque is. Well, horsepower is not. Okay. 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 Hold on. You know, I have to call bullshit there because I have yet to see a 3D printed dino chart. <laughs> They're pretty much all flat. Yeah. I mean, it's on a piece of paper. Enough. And it's on, in, in a three dimensional world, <laughs> you're correct. You can yes. <laughs> so, you know, in the end, there's there are honestly more tables and doors, as we call them, um, and information that you can change than you need if you're using a good tuner. Um, you know. It, when we get into the builds like we do here, we use more of those doors and more of those tables than most other people. Well, um, so a lot of them, like you have exhaust gas um, reversion and shit, the, the tables that most of them are set. So, you know, we ran into one today where uh, Jordan was doing a lot of tuning and one of those tables wasn't set up. The dilution effect. Yeah. 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 Um, what cam was that? So, 475 yeah i don't remember so i'm gonna i'm gonna interrupt here for a second and say that this is one of those places that tts has a really good solution and all of those tables for the egr the dilution and all that stuff they automatically calculate off of your tuning stuff and they tell you what you need which well, is pretty interesting, you know. Yeah. But again, that we Based talk about your, tuners when you when you do your cam selector in the TTS. Yeah, if you, you have your cam selector like while you're tuning, closing. yeah, while you're you're doing your auto tunes. So there's what's, two what's, there's what's two tuners. Yeah, yeah, I was about to say there's there is two <laughs> tuners out there that are worth a shit, and I think we can all agree on that. Yeah, mm. TTS and PowerVision. They're the only two that are worth using. And a Thunder Max ECM. Yeah, Thunder Max ECM. Uh, uh, really and they're pretty good. They're, you get, they're, when they're, you get them tuned, they're good. They're, they're, they're not bad. I do not hate them, but... I just don't like them because I'm not fluent. My, well, yeah, <laughs> agreed. Agreed. 100% that I don't know them that well. And that's why I don't like TTS. I don't see the reason for a new ECM when the stock ECM will do what you need. So that's that's, that's my argument. But you So know. here's here's when you want to go with that. you got a turbo. Turbo, absolutely. You know, nitrous, well, absolutely. Something but here, like that. But here's when you here's the nice thing about about the Thundermax. It is the best closed loop system out there. Uh, agreed. And when you when you necessarily can't dyno tune a bike, it's a it's gonna get you much closer than any canned map from a TTS or Correct. or a power vision. So we talked about that a little bit earlier. Um the narrow band wide band oh. argument about speed. Mm-hmm. You know, which one's faster, obviously. It doesn't matter how you look at it. <laughs> easier to count 13 to 15 quicker than it is 6 to 18 or whatever it is you know um but closed loop we did not talk about and any bike with oxygen sensors and a fuel injection system at some point or another is probably running in in what they call closed loop so closed loop is when the computer is taking the information from the oxygen sensors and making changes to the intake or or fuel due to you know what's going on now it will only do this in a very narrow air fuel ratio because narrow band oxygen oxygen is supposed to be in a a short term correct table it is it is usually at cruising speeds right um when you're full throttle or on diesel most of the time you're not using Closed loop, you're in what they call then open loop. Yep. Open loop. Well, it, so that's with you running a narrow band system. Correct. Yep. 
Correct. So the narrowband systems are a are a part time closed loop, and and a common misnomer on the narrowband systems is people, um, especially, uh, I guess people that that just haven't seen the changes like in real time. They think that the O2 sensors only work in that closed loop setting. And the, the, no, they always the work. ECM is only taking readings directly from the O2 sensors when they're in closed loop, but the ECM is always monitoring the O2 sensors Correct. to create the, uh, the, uh, uh AFV tables. Correct. It uh, is always value. monitoring what's going on. It only makes live real time, changes during yeah. term, is that, yeah. that's a short term that's the adaptive fuel, trims, fuel right? value is yeah. what he's talking about yes. so okay um when you're running it's the like bike a, you look at all the stuff there's an adaptive fuel value and usually it'll dance around a little it. bit yeah. if everything's working right um and you know so if last time you fired it up it was wanting a lot of fuel and this time it's maybe not because it's warmer or less it will humid. be it'll be like 90 95 percent you know mm-hmm. but if it's colder and it wants more fuel and you know it's drier uh, it'll be like one, one oh eight, or something like that, and it'll dance around those numbers. Um, so when you when you when you're setting up the bike to Dino Tune, there's the AFR table where you set your air to fuel ratio, whether it's in lambda or air to fuel ratio, however you want to do it. You know, TTS does lambda. Uh, I prefer air to fuel ratio just because numbers you know, are easier. It's <laughs> a familiar. It's a familiar number. Yeah. Well, yeah, and, and lambda is supposed to be easier to calculate. Well, but, but, you know, because uh, you can, I think you it's can over, 14, two, you what can is it? 14, two, 14, yeah. 14, 14, 14, three, 14, 14, 14, 14, 14, 14, 14, 14, 14, 14, 14, 14, 14, 14, 14, 14, 14, 14, 14, 14, 14, 14, 14, 14, 14, 14, 14, 14, 14, 14, 14, 14, 14, 14, 14, 14, 14, 14, 14, 14, 14, 14, 14, 14, 14, 14, 14, 14, 14, 14, 14, 14, 14, 14, 14, 14, 14, 14, 14, 14, 14, 14, 14, 14, 14, 14, 14, 14, 14, 14, 14, 14, 14, 14, 14, 14, 14, 14, 14, 14, 14, 14, the lambda calculation is easier to, easier to make if you're changing fuel. Well, well so, not really. You so just have to use the air power ratio. We talked about kind of. For, we for touched that. it for a second. The different tuners, which is TTS and PowerVision. Oh, I thought we moved on. The from difference. That. <laughs> the difference between the two. One, TTS is designed around lambda. If you run air fuel, it's a little more clumsy. You know what I mean. All the calculations work better in lambda, um, and TTS is designed for auto tuning and if you don't know what auto tuning is the auto tuning is if they don't know don't tell them using (laughs) the stock oxygen sensors gave it all away to make the fuel (laughs) values for the intake while you're in the dyno now you're going to use the ega to get it close because they're narrow band oxygen sensors and this is why there are narrow and wide band this is why there are auto tunes this is why there is thunder max because if you don't know how to get it close, auto tune or narrow bands, all of that system will not work. It will not work at all. You have to get it within like one air fuel. You know, you got to be pretty close. You got to be, you got to be very close there. So when you're in a shop and you don't have a fucking dyno, you buy a Thundermax and you put a fucking wide band on it and you go out there and you run it for a little bit and you let those wide bands figure it out because or, they can go lower and higher. Or don't bullshit people and, get and tell you me do performance work. <laughs> I agree. Um, Why don't we, we just start at the basics? Well, yeah. Jordan, like, Jordan, like Jordan said, his <laughs> last put, shop. 
You know, you, you put big motors on people because you watch shit on YouTube and then you give them an FP3 tuner and everybody's unhappy. Yeah. And then we get a phone call. Yeah. yeah. And it's and it sucks. <laughs> you know, hey, it, it sucks. But at the, the same thing, time, we get a lot of that shit. Well, dude. the we first do, thing you know, that I do, uh, dude, we unraveled so, what so, and then it's last like, week. So hey, here's man, what happens with those shops. They do all this shit. And then the first thing that I tell the guy was, well, they gave you a shitty tuner. You got to buy a new one. What do you mean? They said this was great. Yeah, well, you're talking to me, so <laughs> yeah. it obviously isn't that great because I, you, you wouldn't were, you wouldn't be talking to me if I it was that great. I love having Mike up there because Mike, Mike bit, has a little more balls than me. Yeah, so I'm, it's like I'm a little bit softer now, hand. Than one that, of my one of my good stance was FP3. It was like, oh yeah, no, and and it was always Mike won't tune with that. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that's not going to happen. Well, I've become uh, really accustomed to telling like, don't bring that pipe in the dyno. It's not going to run. Well, even, yeah. even the don't last even guy try. with Power Vision that came in that another shop, I think uh, one of the locals built it. Yep. And when we put in the dyno to tune it, they didn't even drill out the head pipe and it had a two and one and a two exhaust on it. Oh, yeah. So that, yeah, means, that means they auto-tuned it. Yeah. Charged them four hours for a full tune. Yep. Well, and he wasn't happy, and we ended up pulling like now, six I will torque tell and you, nine horse out of it, and got him twenty foot pounds more torque off the bottom. All we did was they did not know what they were doing. Yeah. They probably, if they were no. auto tuning, they were doing it with FB three. They don't. No, it was. It was. They had a power. They vision. had a power now, vision. I don't. I don't know that. I don't know that well, and what I'm saying might be coming out my ass, but I don't know that Power Vision's auto tune is as good as TTS. You know what I'm not really I sure because I've never. I've never, I've never, I've never I think I think, I think <laughs> Power Vision. On mine, yeah, I think Power soft. Vision is more far the way you guys tune, which is real. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, it, keep it real. No, it's real. it's it's using the EGA. It's actually not using the computer to figure it out. It's using your brain, and when it's all said and done, you know. And when you do that, you can replicate those results, and you see what's going on. Now, Auto Tune is a little different. Um, it only works up till eighty percent throttle. Anyways, you still have to manually tune, like you know, anything above eighty well, percent. Yeah, because when you're moving like through that. the when you're moving through the cells that fast, it can't capture the data. But, mm-hmm. but what yeah. I'm saying is, how do you without drilling the the header to get a good air fuel reading on a two into one into two? No, the last one yeah. was a two into one or two. How did they get they the did. last twenty percent? Well, they, they didn't. No, that's yeah, why. Yeah, that's yeah, why. That's yeah, what I'm saying. That's why after after the guy paid them thousands of dollars to do it, he then paid us. Five hundred dollars to do it again. Yeah. yeah. And so, so, so Aaron touched on the telling people I'm not going to run that exhaust on the dyno, and you get into a conversation there, which is, man, if you want to run that pipe, which we did, you want to run that pipe, you're going to pay another four hours for a dyno. Oh, and the, I don't want to take I've your got fucking the money, man. Chart. I don't. I, I, you. I don't <laughs> want to take your crap. money, man. Well, I'll tell you what, I, I, I saved it. So we had this guy from New Jersey, and he. So he called Aaron. This is probably maybe oh, yeah, seven or eight months about. ago. Called Aaron, ran him through the ringer for a motor build, then ended up buying the shit locally and having some fucking dirtball pissant shop up there that's saw it once on YouTube and they, they worked on twin cams they five watch, times. They yeah. watch our channel. So oh, yeah. they, put it, they put it together. And <laughs> twin cam guys don't get him. And he had a short, a short. Well, here's the funny thing. The rules have never been different. Yeah. So they're they, learning. So they've been re- so they're, the guys that were doing the short side dump pipes on Twin Cam and saying, "Oh, well, the Milwaukee H just had more bottom end." No, you're a fucking idiot. Sorry, this is one area that you know. Usually, I'm pretty PC, but no, this is these people do stupid shit because what? they see things on the what? internet. Yeah, and then and here's the funny thing: they're like iPhone owners. You know, people that buy iPhones and they buy Apple Play and they buy all this Apple stuff, they're stuck in Apple. 
You know? Yeah. So they never talk bad about Apple because, because they're stuck. They're shooting their own foot if they do, because yeah. you can't yeah. go into something else because you're, everything you own is proprietary yeah. now, and you realize that you've got you're fucking stuck so, with this company, <laughs> which is really something. So we talk about what is Dynatune? What? Why? We when, kind of talk about why. How? Why? Why would be if you change the air in or the air out? Really? Now, on baggers. They have a catalytic converter. So when you put mufflers. We get rid of those. On a catalytic converter <laughs> on a stock cats. bike. You can Except get away. Mine. This is why you can get away with doing mufflers on a touring bike. Yep. Because they have a catalytic converter, which provides back pressure enough that it doesn't change so much you're going to get out. But if you do an air filter, you need to do something. At right. least the map something. Because yep. that's bold. And daring. Yeah. But where is the cat on the soft tails so, exactly, and sportsters? Exactly. Soft tails, sportsters, dinas. They don't have cats. And people are like, oh, I just threw mufflers on it. Dude, your bike's running lean as fuck. I don't think you realize there's no back pressure. Yep. You know, you, you put fucking short shots on it. You're an asshole. Sweet. <laughs> so what I wanted the noise, wait, bro. So sweet. Wait, wait. So if wait, you change the exhaust. Wait, let's go back. I'm not done with this fucking guy from New Jersey. <laughs> so he buys the shit somewhere else and then they can't get it to run right. And then they, so they can't do it with a power vision flash. They tried to auto tune it. They did all this shit. Then they ended up buying him a Thunderbacks. And then, oh my God. And then he's, they still can't get it to run right. And then he calls and he says, man, I need help, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I, so I go start going through the questions, you know, what would they do to your bike? What cam do you have? Okay. What do you, what do you run for a tuner? Well, I have a Thunder Max. I know I got to get rid of it. And I was like, no, we can tune a Thunder Max. Oh, oh you can. Oh, the, the, the shop said it was garbage. And I was like, no, it's not garbage. They just don't yeah. know what they're doing. No, it's you, not garbage. You, you have the wrong base map. You know, if you don't start with the right base tune, you can't tune it no matter what system you have. So, so. And then he says, and I said, okay, so what are you doing with exhaust? And he goes, oh, I got a Bassani two into one um, short side dump. And I was like, yeah, Ew. I'm not going to tune it with that. <laughs> and he's like, and he goes, oh, yeah, well, I got to keep the exhaust. I said, well, then our conversation's done. Yeah. Stay, stay in New Jersey. Yeah. And, and uh, we're, we're oh, finished. But, 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 and he's but, like, well, but, but, well what, what do you recommend? Mm-hmm. And I said, I would recommend, and I said, do you want like a real loud, snappy sound or do you want it soft? Do you want to tune to one? Loud I want two to one performance. Da, da, da. And I said, okay, well, you know, D&D, D&D. is a great D&D. solution. Yeah. Well, that's an extra $1,100. I said, yeah, but yeah. <laughs> do you, want it your, is, you spend but, all this money. Hey, do you, you want can it to work sell, right? But you can sell your pipe. This is almost verbatim the, the conversation I had with him, but you can sell your pipe on eBay or Craigslist or whatever because a lot of people like that look. Yeah. And if you have a stock bike, you know, it doesn't really hurt the performance that much. So you can get some of your money back. Well, but man, um, you know, if you could, can you just tune it with this pipe? And I said, no. and I said, yeah, I can tune it with that pipe, but here's the deal. You're going to drive 900 miles and then you're going to give me $800 and I'm going to tune the pipe and it's, it might run better, but you're still going to have that same shitty low end response. <laughs> You're still going to have a two-stroke power band, and it's not going to be what you or I want it to be yeah. after you bring it to me. Yep. And when you go back home, you're not going to say, I wouldn't listen, and that's why I don't like the way my bike runs. You're going to say, I took it to Moonshine, and I spent all this money, and it still runs like this. Yeah. And I said, so here's what I'm going to do. Either you put on a pipe that I recommend, or you keep it in New Jersey. Yeah. And you do whatever the hell you've been doing so far, and maybe just see if you can find somebody else up there that'll give you some other formula. So. It doesn't that exist. attitude? Yeah, it doesn't. Yeah. It, and, and to anybody listening, 
that's looking for a dyno tune, that is the person you want to dyno tune your bike. So, d- so there's doc, no happy stories There are no happy stories down in Florida. Was the same way. And, and like I said, he helped write the book, blah, blah, blah. He was very knowledgeable, been doing it forever. I mean, he, he knew knuckleheads all the way up, you know, like everything. But he was a fucking dick, man. Seriously. What are you saying like, about Mike? I mean, he was cool with me. I, I can't say he's ever been an asshole to me, but I can't yeah. tell you how many people. You know, I'm going to listen to this come, yeah. later, and I'm going to hear what you guys said before I got here. Yeah. So he so, came. You know, I, talk more shit. I can't tell you. I we bought a new shit. dyno. We were the shop. We were the Harley dealer there that was performance in Orlando for a good while. He was the the other guy that, that had been doing it forever. That people came from out of state to have him tune his bike. Like he had a deal going. He all the time I would get customers that would come in and be like, "Man, that guy said he's not going to fucking tune my bike." <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, hit, hit we'd be like, here, "Yeah, I've, I've heard that before." <laughs> you know, no, that was a burp. That was a beer. I know. <laughs> yeah, he's still he's off a cliff. He's yeah, but he was he <laughs> was this guy. Now this guy, now this Hold guy was twin cam. Right <laughs> my bike. Yeah, yeah. With a twin cam, this guy was exactly like Mike. I'm not gonna tune that. I'm yeah. sorry. Go somewhere else. And the dude made lots of money. I mean, he was always busy, like never. And he had that same mentality, which was, if you want me to tune your bike and make it run good, you're going to do this, That's this, gonna and this. That's going to be right. Because yeah. we want, we're not, I so mean, the guys shops take their money just tune, to do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The guys that will tune anything are not those guys. No. Yeah. We're the only guys just, are we're like, only yeah, man, whatever you want, I'll tune it. What they're doing is auto-tuning. And they're getting as close as they can. And they're praying to and God yeah, it works out well. Exactly. And they're Seriously. giving it out. Yeah. Yeah. I've met tons of them. Oh, and yeah, they're just yeah. like 95% man. of the people out there tuning. And, and, and when and when shit starts going south and the die, they just add fuel. Yeah. yeah. Just dump more fuel until it stops running shitty. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody looks at timing, temperature, or any other things that can be going on. Throttle progressivity. Yeah. There, there's a table that nobody Oh, turn it all about. to 100. Yeah, max yeah. it out. Yeah, so we want to put it in performance mode. Max yeah. it out. Yeah, good luck. You know, and I that, can't even talk about this anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, he's going. It's so over, Johnny. We got it's, what? It's over. It's we got what? We got why? When Did you watch it? When you whenever you do the parts? Oh, Rambo, where? Oh. And we're talking about where right now. It's over, Johnny. If <laughs> it's over, if if you go somewhere and you're doing stuff to your bike and you go somewhere, first off, do they have a dyno? You know, are are, are you really going to take it somewhere that's like, yeah, we can put a map in it, it'll be fine. Well. <laughs> It might run, but that's but so, that's the same thing of coming to us with where you come to us, you watch all the videos, you know we're good at what we do, yet you still want to argue about your side dump pipe. Yeah, oh, no, oh. that's that's decreased. I'm serious. Uh, over time, like I've been doing well, this yeah, now but, with you guys but, with these videos out for a year yeah, and a half. Yeah. But, but look, the arguments have become less and less, and I get more calls now that just say. Tell me, show me the promised land. But tell me what to do. (laughs) Imitation is the most. Give me the curve. What was it? Imitation is the the best form of flattery. flattery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we've been talking about exhaust and baffles and tuning baffles for what four years? Yeah. Yeah. And then 
our major competitors, Fuel Moto, T Man, um, Steve down at GMR Cycles, you know, these guys are are the top, the best in the business, you know. All of a sudden, baffles is this big ass thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? And <laughs> and they're all, oh yeah, well, we're gonna change the baffles depending on what you run, because it's it's science. It's so- not like it's when not, the when you, the Milwaukee like first hit, they're going, "Oh my God, look at that! Holy <laughs> shit! I, don't, I just made a pot pie." Yeah, <laughs> when the Milwaukee eight first hit, they had the one hundred sevens and whatnot. Mm. Um, like T men, these guys are making exhausts, exhausts, and they were exhausts. RB Racing told Aaron and I we they were full of shit. They weren't making yeah. a whole lot more power when they matched them to what the stock was with the yeah. cat. Yeah, because the design was good you know yeah. what i mean for a stock motor we should send that for, and, back and maybe RV. a mild cam mm-hmm. and so On the they had a really room. hard time in the beginning we selling one of new ones because they didn't make a whole lot more power on a stock bike true story we bought one of the first m8 rb racing pipes because yeah. i used to use so much rb and they ran awesome. good well they run good on i never ran them on baggers i always ran them on the small bikes which yeah. you know the small bikes have a little bit different relationship Dinos anyway and, because yeah. you don't get as much you don't have as much exhaust pipes so you just kind of take it in the shorts it, yeah. in the yeah. low end and that's just how it works so we dyno it call them back and say man this thing is not flowing right you got you got no bottom end Oh, you guys are fucking full of shit. You know what you're talking about? This pipe will handle too. Yeah. And this was a 117 at the time. A hot, super hot 117 because the 128s weren't out yet. Yeah. yeah. Joe Jeffries. Yeah, I know. There was no, there was was no soft tail pipe that, that could match it. So we call RD Racing. We're fucking assholes. We don't know what we're talking about. Yeah. And then I've noticed now he makes a new pipe for yeah. yeah, M8s. So and it's exactly the what we the told him. Funny to do. part about that is you guys, and we've talked about this before. You guys sat down and said, "This is what I think we need," and I came back with the calculations, yeah. which I want that damn folder back one day. I have it. I know. So we went back to the calculations that the old school MMI taught. Yeah, they're not doing it anymore. No. Yeah. And too. we were, I mean, I, it was so close to what the measurements were that it was Braver like, there was no need to like, be like, oh, you need Aaron to change this. so mad at me over that. Yeah. I was like, cut it about there. And he's like, no, I got to measure it out. And I'm, I put a line. I'm like, it's right there. That's good enough. And he's like, uh. and, I mean, <laughs> we were within like so close that it was not worth changing anything when we did the calculation. So here's where it's a lot of spice. It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Come on. Those, those guys, th- those, those calculations that we made, there's no way those guys don't have access. It's math. It's math. Yeah. Math. The maths and me are math. good. Do your maths. It's math. Me and the maths are good. I like how yeah. George yeah. Jeffries comes in and goes. He sees that new the the fueling pipe or the what they were running. Mine's better. And he's, like, and he's like, well, he goes, well. So I see you guys are running this a lot of them. Is that something I I would need? And nope. we're like, nope. And he's like, well. You know, would it be better? And we're like, well, nope. you might gain some here and lose some here. I was like, but you have a one-off pipe that's as loud as hell, and I know <laughs> yeah. that you want that. Like, look yeah. at me, kind of. You know, that, also, that, that Jesus pipe also has some UFO technology pipe. in it that you're not going to get from any other. <laughs> no, 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 yeah, that, <laughs> that, that it's got that, some crazy that stuff. That pipe, that pipe is designed for that bike. 
Like yeah. straight up. Yeah, yeah, it's, the math was done on math. that bike. Math. The math. Math. The math. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like strump. You know, <laughs> you gotta have strength. Strump. <laughs> you gotta have strength to do math. My sister, my sister used to call crystals. Especially on your birthday. Crimstals. Crimstals. Exactly. We need to go to crumpstals. You be all drunk. We need to go to crumpstals. That's a mixture of crunk and crystal. Yeah. Yeah. yeah crumpstals. I need some crystals. Yeah. But, you know, it, a difference between a good dino tune. And a bad dino tune is so, so 40 torque. different. I'd say, <laughs> so different. I'd say the, the difference okay. is the person in the seat. I don't know about Shane, but I, I almost guarantee Mike has. Have you ever put a stock bike on the dyno? Yeah. Yeah. How, how much did you gain? No, I want to know how hard you laughed. I, oh, I'm no, going to say, no, you, I'm uh, gonna say three, five on both. Uh, probably a little bit get, more than that. You can get up to 10. Yeah. You can get up to I, 10 foot pounds of torque. On I'm going to say guaranteed three to five. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, sure. at least because yeah. we we even took and we're talking about a little bit about can maps. We didn't get into that earlier. Yeah. So a can map is basically like Power Vision has them where you go, oh, you know, so it's meant for this intake and this exhaust. Yeah, we tested and, a few and of I those. Did, this and is I about did what an we had. A Sportster that was exactly that the intake and the exhaust was exactly what it was for. Yeah. And we put it on, and we did a pull. And then I went through and actually did a full dyno tune on it. Not an auto tune, a real tune. And what we gained, like six and eight yeah. off of the can map. Not Absolutely. just, not so. That was that so sports with this the, is, the this is where the yeah. FP3 yeah. thing comes in into why it's so bad. FP3 actually has an auto tune function that you could make one of their maps a little better. Yeah. But, it's but nobody does. No. So they they tell they tell Vance and Hines. Well, I have this intake and this exhaust, and Vance and Hines like, eh. Yep. Yeah, and they all, fucking all throw engineer. some shit. Yeah. So 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 we so, so, throw so, some shit on a map so here at, at the last and they shop. Do it good enough, they run at the last you know? shop. That's not all. Always, they, that's not all always. They, that's no. all they sold. Yeah. And so they tell you, okay, well, go out and write it. In different scenarios yeah. for a full tank of gas. Yeah. And they throw it in auto too. <laughs> my, my bike runs yeah, like put shit. It, put 200 so, miles so on it. They're, they're, literally <laughs> telling, they're literally telling me after like a stage two or three or whatever. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> they're literally telling Fucking me ghost. to put. Okay. We adjusted the map, put it in auto tune, and go ride it for a full tank of gas. Then take it out of auto tune and go for another tank of gas. To let it kind of adjust itself, and then, and then let me know how it is. And so I'm that's like, three hundred, yeah, to four hundred. You want miles me to go ride to bike running three like to four hundred miles like, okay. on a bike? <laughs> Mike just touched to on it. it. So here's the thing: when what is what is a uh, closed loop operating? Fourteen two to fourteen six. Well, uh, you can set it whatever you want. Yeah. Well, no, but it, it, it the, the, only the well, closed uh, loop uh, is a certain air fuel. It's like fourteen two to it'll, fourteen. It'll actually, eight. run thirteen nine to fourteen eight. Okay, so maybe maybe, maybe fourteen nine. Might run to it might okay. even run to fifteen. So yeah. if if you're not in that area, you're but fucked. that's what so that's what narrow band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With narrow band O two sensor with an open with a, so with a hybrid setup. When with, you put a bike. In auto tune and and 
this happens pretty much anytime you have any auto-tune function for the most part. It puts as much of that map as it can into that range. Which is usually in the 14, 14, question, six range. Question, yes, question, yeah. question. Range. So here's how auto tune works. If you're running a narrow band system, so there's a table called the AFR, which is the one that I refer to as the God table. Correct. So that is all of your loads and all of your RPM ranges and what you tell your system that you, the AFR or Lambda, you want to run based on the load and the RPM that you're running. And the load is manifold absolute pressure. So when you're on a, uh, no matter what you're doing on the motorcycle, it's trying to get to that table. So the adaptive fuel table value table that you were talking about earlier. Are you taking a picture of the wall? That's the wall. <laughs> no, I'm trying. I'm trying to turn her. <laughs> Let's see. I was trying you know, to get. You know what's super rude? It's like you're taking a selfie. Dude, keep this, talking. This is extremely important. <laughs> I need pictures of this episode. <laughs> Where's your GoPro? Yeah, I don't know. I should be able to do like super Did wide you buy, or like, something. Like a nine hundred dollar GoPro and has a thirteen minute battery life. I think my life. iPhone has. I think my iPhone has a wide mode. There it is. <laughs> oh, I see. It's just a selfie. You can find. So, <laughs> so anyway, so you have this God table. So everything that you do, your the ECM is trying to get to whatever you set that table at. So when you go put it into when you put it into uh, closed loop, or I'm sorry, auto tune, and you have a narrow band system, it changes the entire table to fourteen seven. And then when you're riding it around in auto-tune, it picks up what the information from the oxygen sensors and the wherever their voltage range is how I can tell whether it's above or below 14.7. Correct. Because it starts making changes. If, if 14.7 is one volt and you're, the amount of, of CO particles on your uh, O2, O2 sensors makes it at 0.8, then it makes a suggestion to the table for 20 points to move it from point eight to one. Correct. So that's basically how auto-tune works. <laughs> but here, so when you're but, in a closed loop is, system, is auto-tune always trying to achieve 14.7? Yeah, or that's, that's what it's doing. So, yeah. so then that's it, shit for making well, no, peak it, power. It, no, here's no, 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 that, no, That's no, what right? I want to get well, into. But here's the deal. Here's the deal. So it's more complicated than that because it, when you're in auto-tune and your entire AFR table is at 14.7, you're riding it around and it's trying to match all these points to 14.7. So... You know, when you get to like where the square turns dark green or, yeah, or you get the triple X's or, or whatever, whatever the color, whatever tuner you're having gets to the max out, that's either as much as it can move in one session, which on a lot of tuners is 15 points, mm -hmm. or it's hit that 14.7 mark. So then when you get out of the closed loop, you save it or load it, whatever you want to do, then you load those tables into your, uh, your, uh, VE tables, then when you change the back out, when you change it out of uh, uh, auto tuning, it puts the AFR table back to what you set it at. And then the computer makes the calculations so that if you were at 14.7 and now this, like this section is 14.1, yeah. it makes the calculations and says, well, then I need to make this much of a change. To achieve and this that. is what people don't realize about auto tune. And people will go out and go, well, I'll just auto tune it, you know, throw it in auto tune and ride it around. 
the bike's going to run like shit. Yeah. While you're auto tuned. While yes. you're auto tuned. Yeah. Especially off the line. And so shops, like you were saying, oh, send them out and ride them a couple hundred miles. If they send them out in auto tune, which shops do, I've seen it. Like, I've done like it. More times, yeah. I've more times than once. Lot. The customer has no idea that that bike is not running like it's supposed to. No, so they'll come back pissed. Yeah. yeah, they'll come back pissed. No, you don't send this them thing's out. running like and shit. Here's another you know? send them out. And here's they want to thing. send me out on auto tune yeah. for oh, two I auto tune for Wait, four years. There's another step to that because on the street because because, street because you're setting the AFR so lean because stoichiometric is perfect burn, which is too lean to have any kind of power. Right, you know it causes hesitation and it runs super hot. It retards the timing four degrees. Yeah. Knock so sensors. That, so that you're not um so that you're not like pinging and, yeah, and causing detonation yep. and, and yep. causing engine damage while you're trying to get it to this stoichiometric number. Mm-hmm. So your timing is also <laughs> retarded four degrees while all this is happening. So once you take it out of autotune and put it back, it makes all these numerical calculations saying, Well, so now that I'm gonna go to fourteen one instead of fourteen seven. And I, it recommended 20 points to get to 14.7. I'm going to take 20 minus this. So we're going to do 17 points. And this is what I recommend the change to be yeah. based on the calculations of the information as of the time. So now on a wideband closed loop situation, like a target tune or thunder max, when you put it in auto tune, what it does is it changes that whole table to 13.1 rich. And that's also what load tuning is on a dyno. If you do manual load tuning, you change the whole table to 13.1. You match 13.1 because the closed loop oxygen sensors will read between 11.8 and 18. So it is 11 and 18. Yeah, I couldn't 18. remember. Yeah. Yeah. Which is why he got into his rhythm and he. Which oh, yeah. Is he knows. I know he knows. That's why they're wide band versus narrow band. Yeah. Narrow band's like. 12, 13 to 15 or something. That's like 12, 9 or 13. I'm sorry, 13, 9 to like 15. Yeah, it's very narrow. Yeah. That's why they call them. But narrow band is a better system. It's faster. Yeah, absolutely. It's faster. It's not, well, it's faster so, and, and you're not in closed loop all the time. Well, no. And here's the thing cars, everything runs narrow, uh, wide band oxygen sensors at some point. Most of them are post catalytic converter. Yeah. Okay. No system aside from like auto tune systems on Harleys and shit runs live fuel tuning off of a wideband oxygen sensor. Like it'll take those into effect, but the real like live actual while you're hitting the throttle or, or stepping on the gas, whatever it is, is done with narrow band. Or table. Just, just pulled another set the of wide bands, bands off are of never. Today. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. pulling mine. I had it. We tried. Yeah. yeah, you can't. You can't. You can't manually tune it. No, because you're, you there's there's a delay. So when you're when you set your AFR table up, and the computer's trying to reach that AFR table in a closed loop system, if you're off by so, say you you want it to be fourteen three, at like uh, twenty five hundred RPMs and thirty percent map which is just basically running around in third gear going 30 miles an hour. Yeah. Yeah. Around town. And you're just cruising. So you're going down a boulevard and you're, you're right around that area. If you want it to be 14 one and the ECM detects the voltage that it's 13 five. Well, with a closed loop system is it's 13 five changes it to 14 one. 
Yeah. Well, then when you move to the next table and it's off, it's 13.5, changes it. It's bad, changes it, bad, changes it, bad, changes it. And the lag. But you're always chasing it. So when you're like going through like a partial pull, like say you're trying to get around a car, it never, ever catches up because yeah. by the time the computer makes the calculations and changes it, you're it. in the next step. And that's what I was saying you're earlier. in the next step. And the next step. The next it goes step, super the next lean step. and super rich. And I'm not and kidding. I felt my bike after you told me, I didn't believe it. I wrote it and wrote it and wrote it and I felt it degrade over time. Mm-hmm. It went yeah. soft. Well, okay. Because so the cruising, here's the thing about that. Now cars killed the fucking tune. Cars mm-hmm. will do something similar. And the reason for that is because you are not racing it the whole time. Right. Yeah. Exactly. If, if you had that ECM and all you were doing with it is drag racing, it would actually tune itself for drag for racing. time. Yeah, yeah, over time. Yeah. It would it would get better and better. But if, and you're, better. if you're grocery, but, yeah. if you're grocery transition, getting transition and then you want to get on a car finally. Yeah. You ride it to work every day and then, you know, 10% of the time you want to give it hell, the computer gets confused because it's, it, it's not used That's to you doing that. That's why I beat up my car once in yeah. a while. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's good for you the gotta, You got to have fun getting so on the freeway. <laughs> if you look into wideband systems of any kind, whether it's whether it's Thundermax, whether it's Harley Davidson, whether it is uh, Power Vision's Auto Tune, if you read the fine print, every single one of them will tell you that you need to have a Dino Tune base map. Yeah, because you need every, it to be. Every single one of them, if you read the fine print, the base map needs to be Dino Tune, even on a wideband system. You need it to be system. within a half a point. Yeah. So when you get a Dynatune system, a narrowband system does the exact same thing. And that's the ultimate ah, catch-22 or hypocrisy. Whoa. However you want to look at it, in the wideband systems is people you misuse them in that they put maps in them and let the auto-tune do the rest. When if you talk to, to Thundermax, they'll tell you, you should really dyno tune your base map. And that's but also yeah. the same yep. thing with the wide yeah. bands, like earlier I said. If it was somebody that goes speed limit, never honks on it, just rides and cruises. Yeah. And you're gonna you're gonna they'll be happy as shit. A wide band, yeah. a sea wide level band to is the top of the Rockies. Perfect for Go them. for it. But somebody anything more than that, they're yeah. gonna be disappointed. Well, it, it can still only make a certain level of calculations. So if you don't have you at the very least you have to have a base map that's close enough to what you're trying to do for yeah. to make the calculations because yeah. even in a closed loop system if you don't have well like you said what 11 to 18 if you're not in that range thundermax well, not going to know okay it's going to pick up from 11 to 18 but it's not going to make changes that it's not going to make that big of a drastic change oh, not on a map I, I it can still so and a perfect example of that is harley davidson's wide band tuner so a lot of people think that, okay, if I use the Harley Davidson wideband, I can use this other cam that's not a Harley cam. You still can no. because yeah. you still have the base programs that are designed for a certain set of parameters based on VE tables and timing and, and your, your uh, air fuel table that if you use a cam that creates timing that's outside of that, that parameter, it can never figure it out. 
And so you can spend $400 on these closed loop Harley Davidson auto tuners and it runs even worse than it did yeah. before because the auto tuner try to tune a fueling 508 on an auto tune. So <laughs> because in, in what we do fueling 508 normally good luck. How many Harley auto tuners do you think we pulled off in the last year? All of them. Yeah, oh, every, every single sure. one has come I mean, in. I've done 20 more. I was going to say 15, 20. I, I would uh, say myself, easily 15 or 20. Myself. Yeah. I mean, that system works great. If you do, if you do the Harley setup, like, so if you do a 131 and you want to stay in warranty and you do Harley's high flow, high flow head pipe. Your dealer you get, doesn't have a dyno. Yep. And you get the Screaming Eagle tuner and you download the 131 program and you put the auto-tune system on there. You're going to be great. Now, I'll dyno tune it and smoke you still, but you're going to be, no, you're going to not be bad for most dealerships out there. But when a dealership or any speed shop tries to go into a situation where they're adding cams outside of the parameter of that system or they're, or they're like, oh yeah, you know, we're going to throw a 521 fueling on here. It's going to be awesome. Here's a FP3. I called, I called Vance and Heinz and they gave me a custom tune. Well, you know what? You know what? You know when you, when we gave you that price and you were like, fuck, that's way too much. And these guys will do it for 3000 less. They will. And then I'll take that other 3000 and make it right. Well, no, that's, that's exactly what happened. Every time the phone call, every time, last week sometimes we fixed it we say it all the time sometimes trying to save 50 bucks costs you 500 we don't say yeah. it all the time but you know, we do say it, it does <laughs> you know in the end <laughs> like we talked about the guy from new jersey you know he bought his pipe he paid eight nine hundred dollars a nice guy no yeah I'm sure. I, I, I might have been a little rough on him but but, but bassani <laughs> side dump's got to be eight or nine hundred dollars right oh well, yeah probably at oh, least okay so it's got he, the skull and stuff on it. Yeah, I mean that's gotta be. Yeah, yeah. skulls are like one hundred dollars. Yeah. So, I mean, we're gonna say he paid three or four hundred dollars for his first tune, right? And then he paid nine hundred dollars for a Thundermax. Okay. And then, then and, then, and then the shop that was doing so, the work gave his ECM to somebody else because they they had a warranty <laughs> that they thought there was a bad ECM and they didn't have one, so they just grabbed his and put in another bike. Oh wow. So we're looking at $2,700. So my only advice is don't ever go to that shop again <laughs> so, so, for anything. So, so you spent $2,700 on exhaust and tune. So nothing else. We're just talking exhaust and tune at this point. Yeah. And then I you had to spend $1,100 on an exhaust yep. and $400 on a tune. $500. Five. Well, yeah. $1,600. Yeah. $1,600 to fix a $2,700 mistake. Yep. And people get mad when you're like, this is how much it's going to cost. And well, I'll go somewhere else. Okay. 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 This is why we say, okay, go. I'd yeah. rather have that than yeah. have yeah. that. Yeah. Because I shop. promise you, you will spend more money. Well, I know we're wrapping this up here, but because you're spilling your drinks, it's time to go. Yeah. Well, no, I, <laughs> party, party foul, party foul, time to go. We, we got some time in. I know everybody got to go home at some point here, but um, let's wrap it up with. The, the the importance of a quality fucking tune. Yeah, people. Yeah, people don't realize. So, if there is a shop, and, and let's face it, in most metropolitan areas, there's probably at least one shop that knows what the fuck they're doing. I mean, come on. Well, I don't want to be. I don't know about the numbers, but I mean, yeah, it, there, I mean, there's a lot of really good tuners. Yeah, out there. They're out there. There's a lot of good you know, yeah, yeah. Just because I haven't met them doesn't mean they don't exist. You know. So don't. If you do not, here's the deal. 
if you haven't had a couple people tell you and the guy doesn't fucking tell you what he wants, he's probably not a good tuner. Yeah. You know what if I mean? If, guys, if people are not talking about how good of a tuner he is and that he's an asshole. How about any, any <laughs> tuner that doesn't tell you no to something? Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, like people that are willing to, yeah, I'll tune that for you. No problem. Eh, I'd worry. You yeah. know, but guys that are like, no, that's going to run like shit. You need to do something else. Trust that's that the guy. guy. That's the guy yeah, you that's want. Cause, that's cause that hey, if we, if we spend the hours tuning it, and it's one not what we want, but definitely not what you want. So then, that, then it creates a sour po- uh, that's sour where, taste in everybody's mouth. That's where the whole thing comes in, because the guys that don't care aren't spending hours tuning. Yeah, they're right? auto tuning and that's, shipping it. They're not taking pride in what they're putting out. Well, on that note, <laughs> yeah, we're getting close, man. Hey, it's we're, gonna we're late. Turn yeah, we're late. yeah. No, wait. no, we don't have to. I, I can do it later. <laughs> so we need to we need to close out the show. It's Mike, Shane, Aaron. I yes, know. sir. On the, on the website, if you go on there, you can follow all our shit. You stop being so good to me, Captain. <laughs> Check us out on the website, talkingbrap.com. I try to post links to what we talked about, the Google searches. Uh, I'm going to try to get some pictures of VE tables and some other things. We'll see if we can post those up as well. But 